1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance and the USA Wealth Group alongside Phil Paleologos. Get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Ray Lance of USA Wealth Group. Every Sunday is such a pleasure to be here alongside you on Money Wise with the Money Guys. And uh, this this morning is no exception. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise, except this morning we have the money gal with us. I love the money gal. Which is, uh, who is? Attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning. Did you mean that I have money? I don't think so. <laughs> no, that you're money wise. I see. Because you hang out with the money guys. That's, that's right. You're, you're, that's fast. That's <laughs> fast. Smooth. Very smooth. <laughs> You know, I was thinking, uh, we have an interesting topic this morning. We're going to talk about what happens when you turn 65. You know, aside from certain parts no longer work, some parts fall off, um, things of that nature. (laughs) Well, your hair, you mean. (laughs) Your nose and your ear, maybe, your earlobe. Hair, definitely. (laughs) So we're going to talk about what happens when you turn 65. Some interesting things. And, boy, there's some fascinating people in this world who didn't really get going until they were 65. We're going to talk about that a little bit, too. But first, I want to get really serious for just a moment. Okay. And, and thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen, to Money Wise every Sunday morning. We recently lost Billy Graham at the age of 99. He was an amazing man, and I thought I would start out by giving a couple of simple quotations from him. Oh, good. And one of the things he said was, Tears shed for self are tears of weakness, but tears shed for others are a sign of strength. Mm. So it was a non-biblical quotation that I thought was worthy. And then I want to give one other quotation, not really trying to get into anything religious here, but I thought this was cute that he said, Billy Graham once said, a real Christian is a person who can give his pet parrot to the town gossip. (laughs) So think about that one. That's good. So anyways, this is our humble little simple tribute to Billy Graham. He was really an interesting guy. And by the way, I read the Wall Street Journal every single day. And just the last couple of days, it was a very interesting, lengthy editorial by George W. Bush. And basically talking about how he gave up alcohol because of Billy Graham. George Bush. George Bush. Yes, the younger. The younger. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's one other person. Very well written article about what an influence Billy Graham had on his life. Are you ready for this one? Yes. Are you ready for Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.? Yes. He gave up alcohol because of the inspiration that Billy Graham shared with him, counseling him, and they were very close friends. So. Two great leaders who were influenced, and yeah, no, not too many people know no. about MLK. I, I never knew that. See? No, I didn't either. That's interesting. Yep, yep. Terribly so. interesting article by George Bush, though. I mean, yes. it was. Uh, I, I, I did not realize that he was so influenced by Christianity. Yes, absolutely. Well, a lot of times we don't realize that, but in any event, uh, the passing of a great man and. 
we are, you know, sorry to see him leave this earth. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, Ray, that um, I got to go to the Billy Graham Museum down in uh, just outside of Charlotte. What an interesting place it is. Talks about his early life and all that he did. He was really quite amazing, and the museum is wonderful. How mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. No, I, I've forgotten you were down there. Uh, Tenny's brother lives in that area, so mm-hmm. you must have been visiting him, I assume. Yes, he and Jenny took me to uh, the museum. Mm. It was great. So Tenny just found out recently, speaking of things falling apart and so forth, she unfortunately a few months ago had a fall when she was out of state with me on vacation. She broke her wrist, and she still has no feeling in the tips of her fingers. So long story short, she found out yesterday that, yes, in fact, she will now have carpal tunnel surgery. Blessings. Because she has to get that that wrist fixed. But that's okay. I mean, if that's the the worst of the things that happened to me, that's a very uh, acceptable. I love your attitude. <laughs> You've always very always acceptable. had that wonderful positive attitude, Tenny. Tenny does have a good attitude. And by the way, Tenny has been doing some really interesting workshops lately on Medicaid planning, and they've been fairly well attended. They've been discussed a little bit on the radio and we certainly appreciate that and she's giving a lot of people really good advice about how to protect their assets how to protect their home in particular in case somebody in the family whether it's a single person or a spouse in a partnership uh, has to go to a nursing home the most important thing people would like to do is to protect the home right Ten? That's right, and we will talk a little bit more about this at the workshops that are uh, coming up that you are going to be the lead speaker on, uh, if you wanted to mention those. All right, I'll do that very briefly right now, and then I want to get into our topic of what happens when you turn 65. So we are doing some workshops coming up on Social Security basics, retirement income tips, and then estate and trust planning. And they're going to be on four separate days in our whole uh, area, in our community here. Tuesday, March 13th, Southworth Library in Dartmouth at 5.30 at night. These are going to be roughly an hour and a half long, so they're not terribly long. Again, on Thursday, March 15th, Century House in Acushnet, both at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and 6.30 in the evening. Saturday, March 17th, we do 10 o'clock in the morning, and that's going to be at the office's of USA Wealth Group at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. And then the last conference that we'll be doing will be on Tuesday, March 20, 6.30 at night at White's of Westport. Very good. And uh, we look forward to having people come. But we do ask that you make a reservation. We really need to plan. And you can do that by calling 508-998-8858. So you can also register online. Go into usawealthgroup.com. Or you can go into LanceLawInc.com. May I suggest that as the room fills up with lots of folks, that you play uh, the Beatles when I'm 64. (laughs) I think people would get a real kick out of it because they ask a lot of the questions. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Will you still need me? Will Will you still still feed me? Well, the other featured... I ask that question every night. (laughs) (laughs) Hasn't worked. (laughs) Play the song. See what kind of a reaction you get. Well, I like that. 
The other thing, of course, is that these workshops are occurring during St. Patrick's Week. So we're going to have a few St. Patrick's tricks. Uh, Tenny's going to dance a jig. I'm going to put on a leprechaun <laughs> costume. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, there'll be a good opportunity to learn basically how you can protect your family. So come and see us. Come and visit us. So let me tell you a few things about people who have reached 65 and some interesting things that they've done. Winston Churchill, Sir Winston Churchill, who became Prime Minister of England at the age of 65. Hmm. And for the next five years, he led the whole Western world to freedom. He started doing that at the age of 65. But a lot of interesting examples of things like that. So I'll give you just a couple more. Ronald Reagan, at 69, became the oldest man ever sworn in as president of the United States, and he was reelected at the age of 73. Wow. So there is life after 65. For those of you who think, well, at 65, I'm washed up, I'm done, you know, I'm, I'm retired, I'm over the hill. Uh-uh, no. Did you ever hear Grandma Moses? Of course. Grandma Moses, very famous painter from the Southwest, primitive scenes, she began painting at the age of 77. Amazing. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I always wanted to learn to paint. There's still and time. <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> but you're getting closer. <laughs> well, in any event, um, there are some serious things that you have to do at age 65. What's the most important thing, Tenny, that somebody must do at age 65? It's incredibly important that you sign up for Medicare. Because if you don't, and you want it later, you need it later, you will have a penalty. And, it's going to cost uh, you more. Yes, it will cost a lot more. And the most important thing to do is to sign up for Medicare Part A, uh, which is the hospital component. You may have some uh, other uh, coverage for Part B if you're still employed, and you don't have to sign up for Part B right then, but heaven forbid... Don't miss signing up for uh, Medicare Part A. And I believe there's a window of three months before and three months after you turn 65 to do that. That's approximately correct. So Medicare Part A basically covers inpatient care if you have to be in the hospital. And if you don't have that coverage, you know, you're really going to be in difficulty. Medicare Part B covers outpatient care, like doctor's offices. You can sign up as early as three months before your 65th birthday. We recommend you do that. And let me say that a lot of people are really confused about signing up for Medicare when they turn 65. They think, well, if I'm going to do that, I have to sign up for Social Security first, don't I? There's real confusion about that. And part of what you will talk about at the seminar, I know, is to um, to clarify that and make sure that people know that Social Security and Medicare are not tied to each other. No, they're two separate programs. So here's the important thing. What if you're still working? Maybe you're not covered by health insurance. You still need to sign up at age 65, but you don't have to apply for Social Security in order to sign up for Medicare. And people don't realize that. People get that really confused. So... Um, there's also other parts as Part D, which is a prescription plan, highly recommended. And, you know, this is a real confusing thing also. We've got good brochures and materials in the office that we can uh, turn over to you and be happy to share with you. 
We can also share some information at the workshops that we do. But you can also go to the Shine counselors, and they're experts at telling you what programs to sign up for because when you sign up for Medicare, you might often want to have a supplement plan. Medicare does not cover everything. And so then you want a private insurance plan. They're not terribly expensive. They're about $140 a month, round numbers, more or less. And that covers the gap, the difference. And, again, strongly, strongly recommended. So, Tendi, let's talk quickly about some of the uh, legal things that you need to think about when you turn 65. How about long-term care insurance? Pluses and minuses, right? Absolutely. Um and probably more importantly is that, in my mind, long-term care insurance should be considered before 65. But there are now various kinds of life insurance plans that will include a rider for long-term care and so forth. But long-term care insurance is very important if you want to protect your house from not Medicare, but Medicaid. And we won't go into that in any detail right now. But there is a difference between Medicare and Medicaid, obviously. Medicare is basically for your hospital bills, medical bills, doctor bills, prescription bills, if you have Part D, for example. What's Medicaid for? Medicaid is a program for the poor, and it uh, provides a variety of kinds of programs, not the least of which is the one that covers you if you need long-term care in a nursing facility. So there's a big difference between Medicare and Medicaid. And people really confuse those all the time, don't they? They absolutely do. Um, Medicare, as you said, should be supplemented uh, because Medicare traditionally pays about 80% of bills. And so you want to have coverage for the other 20%. And that's what programs like uh, the Part B program under United or Harvard Pilgrim or Tufts or Blue Cross. And you might consider something called a Medicare Part C program, which is called Medigap. Um, and that is a managed care program that uh, that is recommended oftentimes for people over 65. It gives you um, a broader range of care, and it uh, allows your primary care physician to help manage what happens to you medically. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to mention, ladies and gentlemen, that as Tenny is sitting here talking about this stuff, she's talking out of the top of her head. She's not even looking at a single note or a piece of paper. She's really very knowledgeable, very expert in this area, even though she won't say it. You know, I mentioned earlier that Winston Churchill became Prime Minister of England at the age of 65. At the age of 82, Winston Churchill wrote A History of the English-Speaking Peoples. So he was still alive and vibrant and active for a long time. Michelangelo created the architectural plans for the church of Santa Maria degli Angeli at the age of 88. So we all have a lot of life in us. We all have a lot of, maybe the word performance isn't the right word. We all have a lot of life in us, don't we? That wasn't the word that I was groping for. No, I wasn't groping for anything. I was just struggling. When you're in a hole, stop digging. (laughs) 
good, good thought, Phil. Absolutely. Well, but you know, one thing about sixty-five is, as far as I'm concerned, that's still pretty young. Yes, it is. There's no well, reason if you if you keep active, uh, keep your brain active, keep your body active, you are not. Uh, incapacitated just because you grow older. That's right. I'm going to give you two others, and then we'll stop talking about older people. At age 70, Benjamin Franklin helped draft the Declaration of Independence. At age 77, John Glenn became the oldest person to go into space. I never knew that before. Oh, yes. That was just a couple of years ago. 77, he went went into space. Yep. Is that right? part of the of a larger crew. He wasn't alone, but, yep. Wow. Well, you've probably gathered already, ladies and gentlemen, that Medicare, Medicare coverage, the difference between Medicare and Medigap and Medicaid, it's complicated. So if you want information on that, get some professional advice. Come and make an appointment with Attorney Tenny Lance, 508-998-8800 is how you reach her. And most of her consultations are free, unless somebody is specifically going in strictly to talk about protection from the nursing home because somebody is about to go into the nursing home. And then there's a fee for that, and they can tell you about that when you call for an appointment. But also, don't forget, um, once a year, you can renew your um, Part B or Part D or even Part C coverage, and that usually occurs from about mid-October to early December. And that's when you want to go and talk with your SHINE counselor. Those people are just wonderful, and they hang out at Councils on Aging. They're volunteers, but they're well-versed in all of the differences between the many different programs. And you want to do that every single year after you're enrolled in the Medicare program. Because you can save money. You can make money. Coverages change every single year, and all these companies compete. You know, Tenny, there was a gentleman named Sir Norman Wisdom. I think that's a phony name. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Who wrote, as you get older, three things happen. The first is your memory goes, and I can't remember the other two. (laughs) Uh, Also, this famous Greek philosopher, Anonymous, said... Age mellows some people, others it makes rotten. (laughs) Think about that one, ladies and gentlemen. There's no reason to be nasty when you get older, is there? You could be even nicer, perhaps. But, you know, it's tough if you're hurt and you're aching and all that. You might not be as pleasant as you used to be. Yes, well... We will uh, continue. Uh, just want to remind everybody also that we have many, many great publications in our office that we're happy to share. Uh, call the office for some information, 508-998-8858. We have the Baby Boomer's Guide to Social Security, the Baby Boomer's Guide to IRA Planning, the Savvy Parent's Guide to Cutting College Costs. We're going to be doing some conferences soon on just planning for college. Good. We're going to be doing some conferences soon on reverse mortgages mm. because we can initiate those out of our office also. Mm-hmm. So there are lots of things that we can help you with, but get some information, get some advice. Come to our workshop, which is coming up soon. That's right. And I'll repeat those dates really quickly. Tuesday, March 13th, Southworth Library in the evening. Tuesday, March 15th, afternoon, 2 o'clock, 6.30 at night also. 
at the Century House in Akushnet, Tuesday, March 15th. Saturday, March 17th, we're going to be doing workshops at the offices of Lance Law and USA Wealth Group at 352 Fonts Corner Road at 10 o'clock in the morning. And then last, Tuesday, March 20th at 6.30 at night at White's of Westport. Great place to do conferences and can hold a lot of people. And our conference is called, basically, Will You Have a Pot of Gold at the End of Your Retirement Rainbow? We're going to talk about Social Security basics. Even if you're already collecting Social Security, there's things you might need to know, and you might be able to improve your benefits. We're going to talk about retirement income tips. I will always maintain that the most important thing in retirement is having enough income. You never want to be in a situation where you're going to run out of income and have to move in with a family member or do something else. Sell your body. No. Um, We're going to talk about estate and trust planning. Tenny is going to talk about estate and trust planning, how to protect your assets and not go through probate, and some important tips on Medicaid planning. So just the other day, somebody asked me a question. I said, I'm going to ask Ray. He's 67 years old collecting Social Security. And he said, can I go back and collect the uh, Social Security I missed out at at 62, from 62 to, you know, where he is now? The short answer to that is no. Okay. But what if you're 62 and you start collecting Social Security and you say, oh, my gosh, I think I made a mistake. I should have waited a little bit later. Within one year from the time you start collecting, you can go back, you can stop your Social Security, you can pay back what you took out, and you can wait a little longer to get a higher benefit. Used to be you could do it a longer time, but they closed that loophole. But lots of unusual little wrinkles and rules. Probably the most important thing that I would tell anybody who's already collecting Social Security, go back and check your financial history and your record. Because if they don't have a good, proper, accurate history of your earnings, and you can demonstrate that you actually made more money, you can get your record corrected. They'll give you a lump sum check to make up for the difference that they should have paid you, and then you'll have a higher amount going forward. How do you get that correction? What do you need, uh, receipts or uh, business hours, or how do you get that? Contact prior employers. Look at your first thing you do is you go into socialsecurity.gov. On the website, we can help you do that if you don't use a computer. And we can see what your earnings history is according to what they have. Then you take that document home and you go through all your old records. And maybe you only worked for three different companies. So now you want to contact those companies and say, can you give me my earnings history? And check it. Make sure it's correct. Wow. We did this, as I've mentioned this before, we did this for a gentleman who was in the Air Force for four years and they hadn't gotten his information. And he was able to collect Social Security that he would not have been able to otherwise. So it's always a smart idea to go back and check. Why wouldn't you? If you clip coupons like Tenny likes to do when you go shopping <laughs> um, and you're going to save money. I mean, I buy stuff at Stop and Shop and then I go and get my gas at Stop and Shop and I can save money on my gasoline purchase. If you do those kinds of little things, why wouldn't you go back and check your Social Security record? Good question. Right? Absolutely. And um, just remember, Tenny, that behind every successful man is a woman. Behind her is his wife. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That was Gretcho Marx. 
that's, that's Groucho Marx. He has some fresh things to say. Yes. Um, the other thing he said, Phil, I'm looking at you, but I'm not thinking of you when I'm saying this, so just understand. Groucho Marx once said, I never forget a face, but in your case, I'll be glad to make an exception. <laughs> So, Do they still run his TV show? Remember that, that old TV show where the duck would come down? Yes. <laughs> they were great. Oh, yeah. And there was Rodney Dangerfield who said, somebody step on a duck? <laughs> Speaking of ducks. Love it. All right. Well, we've been talking about what happens when you turn 65. The most important thing you've got to focus on is Medicare. And you need to know the difference between Medicare and Medicaid. When we come back right after our short break, we're going to talk about a couple of things you could do to get ready in case somebody had to go to a nursing home. How do you protect your assets? We're also going to talk about Medicaid seminars that we do. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll give you a little bit more information. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to a great Sunday morning. You know, don't you feel alive on a Sunday morning when you get up at 8 o'clock in the morning to listen to this show? (laughs) (laughs) Only one week until daylight savings. Oh, it's my favorite day of the year. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I do. You know why? Because you're always giving us great information about how to protect your money. Sure. So yeah, I feel great. Well, my favorite day of the year is December 22nd. You know why? It's the shortest day of the year, and it's the darkest day of the year, and every day after that gets about six months, six minutes more of daylight. I thought he was going to say because it's my birthday. Nope. Oh. No, he's a Virgo. Oh, no, it's my tell. birthday. December 22nd. Is, is your birthday? My birthday. Oh, that's... It is? It is. Well, that's actually my favorite day of the year, Phil. Well, that's what I thought you were we'll going to say. We'll never forget now. All right. Now... Andrea, our firstborn, was also born on my birthday, 30 years apart to the minute. Oh, wow. my goodness. <laughs> Holy cow. Wow. Well, we won't That's forget amazing. that. That's amazing. That's good it. to know. <laughs> so I'm going to give you one more Groucho Marx quotation to start off this half hour. All right. Groucho Marx said, those are my principles, and if you don't like them, well, I have others. <laughs> So I decided that Groucho Marx looked good today, mostly because he was a fairly old guy on television, wasn't he, when he was was. performing and doing things? Yeah, but he did movies before his TV show. Yes, he did. And uh, I'm not going to talk about other older famous people, but gosh, don't ever give up on life. I mean, as long as you've got breath and energy, there's things that you can do. You know, I have had people recently say, they're really tired of working. They can retire anytime they want. They can choose to retire right now. One lady is 66, and she said, but I'm, I'm not quite sure that I'm ready. I, I don't know what I will do when I retire. I'm a little concerned. What would I find to do? There's so many things you can do in retirement. You can help other people. You can volunteer for nonprofit organizations. You can get more physically active and do exercising every day. But you've got to have some energy and desire to do those things, right, Tenny? I can't imagine what um, retirement would be like, actually. I, I just wouldn't want to do that, I don't think. But, yeah, volunteering is terrific. It's uh, what keeps our communities 
going forward. Mm-hmm. Here's some perks and benefits at age 65. You can get travel discounts. You can get movie theater discounts. You can get discounts when you go to Friendly's Ice Cream as a senior. Uh, you can collect your retirement plan if you have one. In some places, uh, I forget exactly what the age is in Massachusetts. Is it 65 that you can take free college courses at I, the university I, system? I honestly don't remember. And it seems to me that somebody told me that that was no longer the yeah, case. They changed that around a little yeah. bit. They've restricted it a little bit more. I know that it had to be degree-granting courses working towards a degree. It wasn't just for your general education mm-hmm. or evening adult extension courses, for example. I need an adult extension course. (laughs) Um, You can go to the senior center. You can go on senior trips. You might qualify for – what's so funny? (laughs) I'm talking about adult evening education courses. exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) You might get a property tax exemption. Tenny, how about a homestead benefit? Let's talk about homesteads. What is homestead and why should people do it? Well, um, homestead is a state law. A lot of states have it, but Massachusetts has its own particular one. And a homestead is a way of protecting your equity in your house. And uh, at one point, the Massachusetts legislature um, must have been a little confused or something because they said that anybody over age 62 can get what's called an elderly homestead. And I think, oh my goodness, how did they ever... At age 62, right? Yeah. How did they ever decide to call it that? But anyway, um, a homestead is a means of protecting your equity. If you do not record a homestead in the registry of deeds, then you get an automatic $125,000 protection if you're a single person or two fifty if you're a couple. Now, if you do record it, you get double that amount. But when you turn 62, if you record an elderly homestead, you get double that amount again. So between two people, you can get $1 million worth of equity protection in your home. Awesome. So what this really is, it's a very inexpensive, cheap form of liability insurance protection on your house. It has to be your primary residence only. Isn't that correct? Yes, and it only protects against unsecured creditors, so it does not protect against tax liens or Medicaid recovery of, or uh, mortgages or any of those sorts of things. But for a $35 recording fee, it's probably the cheapest insurance that you can buy. And it doesn't cost much money to record, doesn't cost much money to prepare. Uh, Tenny's office can prepare. What's your phone number, Tenny? 508-998-8800. So I would go so far as to say that if you own a residence, and it can be a one-to-four-family residence as long as you live in it, it doesn't have to be just a single-family home, but if you own a residence and you do not have a homestead on your house, you're crazy. I mean, it's just it's just not smart, right? And if you've turned 62, you should initiate an elderly homestead. Yes. Even if you've had one put on before. Right. So there's some things that you can do to look out for yourself and to take care of yourself, and you should do them. And you can even sell a house 
and for at least a year, the proceeds from the sale of the house are protected under the homestead exemption. You need to go put the money into another property, or if you had to file bankruptcy, for example, the money that was protected with a homestead that you cashed out of your house is an exemption in bankruptcy. You get to keep it. Yeah. Lots of interesting reasons to have a homestead. Phil, did you know that at age 89, Arthur Rubinstein performed one of his greatest concerts ever in I did Carnegie, not. Carnegie Hall? No. So we all 89. have 89 years of age. So you can start taking piano lessons <laughs> anytime. <laughs> um, I do want to give a very quick reminder about the workshops that we have coming up. And the topic is going to be how to protect your family and money. It's actually called, Will You Have a Pot of Gold at the End of Your Retirement Rainbow? There are four dates for doing this. You need to call to make a reservation. Call 508-998-8858 because they're coming up fairly soon, March 13th, 15th, 17th, and 20th. And they're going to be at the Southworth Library, the Century House, uh, the offices of USA Wealth Group on Fonts Corner Road and Whites of Westport. But give a call. Somebody will be happy to make a reservation. And there may be a little leprechaun waiting for you when you go into the seminar. Right? I had not heard that, but um, I'll be interested to see what you're talking about. <laughs> we didn't get your costume yet. <laughs> That's why I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to have a good time. We actually will have a good time. So, Tenny, let's come back and talk for just a minute about um, Medicaid protection. You know, a lot of people wait too long to protect their house from a nursing home, don't they? They wait until it's too late. Yes, as we always remind people, you really should start planning early because it takes five years to protect an asset, whether that asset's financial or your real estate. So there's some things that you want to do absolutely when you turn 65, but ideally you want to do some of them before because we don't ever know when we become incapacitated. And legal documents, uh, we talked about long-term care insurance. That's something that we do at USA Wealth Group. We can help provide long-term care insurance. Uh, that protects your house primarily if somebody has to go to a nursing home. If you carry a minimal long-term care insurance policy, your house is totally protected, totally exempt, because you've done your part to provide some money that helps pay for the nursing home. But it's expensive today. So more popular today is something that's called a life insurance policy with a long-term care rider attached to it. And what that means is that at some point, everybody's going to die, so there'll be a life insurance death benefit. And you may never go into a nursing home. But if you had to go into a nursing home, you're basically allowed to cash out early some of the life insurance death benefit proceeds to pay for the cost of the nursing home. So it costs a little bit more than just regular straight life insurance, but it's a nice combination of things to know that at some point in time, your family will get its money's worth, its money back. And you don't always have that option if it's just a straight long-term care policy. But we can help explain those things uh, to you. Mostly you want to have legal documents in place, don't you, Tenny? Because if you don't have uh, wills and trusts and powers of attorney and health care proxies, 
it really is hard to protect somebody if they've suddenly had a stroke or have dementia. They no longer have capacity to act, right? Well, that's correct. And one thing that you should consider doing while we're on the topic of uh, turning 65 is on your birthday, give yourself and your family the present of having your legal documents in place. And those legal documents include the things you were just mentioning, Ray, a uh, durable power of attorney for property. What does that do? That allows somebody who is called your agent, somebody you trust, to handle your property if you are unable or just don't want to take care of it yourself any longer. So that agent can handle your banking, can file your income tax returns, could sell your house if you wanted to have that sold, and essentially take over for you. So it really allows somebody to act on your behalf without having to go into court and have a guardianship appointed or a conservator. The conservatorship would be what it would be, right. That If you don't have this document in place and perhaps something might happen to you where you become physically incapacitated and you're not able to get out to banks and so forth, if you don't have this document, somebody needs to go to probate court and put in a petition for your conservatorship. Terrible name, long name. But what that means is the court would appoint somebody to be able to take care of your property for you. I have to give you my last Groucho Marx quotation okay. of the morning. Women should be obscene and not heard. Kick him. <laughs> that was a little bit unusual, wasn't it? <laughs> a play on words, as Why they say. Why is it that all those older guys, whether it was Groucho or Jack Benny or Bob Hope or any of them, had the greatest jokes? Because <laughs> that's what happens when you get 65. You can say nasty, fresh things, and people just laugh. They don't mind. <laughs> Haven't you noticed? <laughs> well, in some cases, I don't know whether that's inclusive of you. Sorry. That's all right. Well... <laughs> We do want to have legal documents in place. Uh, a power of attorney is very, very powerful. Without that, you're going to go spend $5,000 in probate court having somebody appointed a conservator or conservator. Which one do you like to say, conservator? No, I say conservator. Conservator, okay. I guess you can say either can or say, either. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and just as important, you really need to have an up-to-date health care power of attorney, another document that you absolutely need. Those two, durable power of attorney for property and health care power of attorney, can keep your family out of probate court and help you to have people take care of you that you want and not who just might apply to the probate court. You know who is one of the worst people that I decided not to quote this morning was oh. Betty, Betty White. <laughs> She gave a quotation that I thought, oh, my word, I couldn't possibly use this on the air. She was, she is, she's still around. Yes, yes she yes. is. She is a saucy little old lady. <laughs> to say the least. So you'll never hear any quotes from Betty White on the radio, ladies and gentlemen. Ben Franklin, sure. Lots of Ben Franklin. You know, um, I think that I've heard the expression, and you've used it, that if you do documents, Tenny, and plan far enough ahead of time, you can really protect everything, can't you? Yes. Um, 
and we can help you do it. It requires five years. It requires your willingness to give up some things sometimes. But, uh, yes, we can help you do that. And um, if you don't plan far enough ahead of time and it's too late, then... And you can lose everything. You can lose everything. Oh, my. So you really need to plan as early as possible. Um, I have a couple of small borderline things. I think they're okay. You'll have to trust my judgment, Phil. Right. <laughs> That's... Um, Probably not a good thing. Ray, so. I have my flak jacket on. Go. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield said, I'm at the age when I want two girls. In case I fall asleep, they will have somebody to talk to. <laughs> so, um, and then I'll give you one more from George Carlin. He's also another borderline I guy. <laughs> George Carlin was wonderful. He was, he was. He said, do infants enjoy infancy as much as adults enjoy adultery? <laughs> Nobody better More as a jokes. wordsmith. He, is, he was a, one of the greatest wordsmiths. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when people talk about enjoying this radio program, they always, they don't necessarily remember what you, your topic was. No, that's what you, true. <laughs> what you spoke about, but they love the quotes and jokes. But if we didn't have a few quotes and jokes, people would probably just stop listening. Because the topics true. tend to be a little on the dull side. No, no, you know what? Uh, in fact, those seminars you're going to be at, this is all very important and interesting information. It is. You know, Social Security is such a critical thing. And if you don't get it right, then you're going to harm your spouse. Your spouse isn't going to have as much left when you're gone. It has so many repercussions. So if you want to learn as much as you can yeah. about Social Security – very important Social Security basics, retirement income tips, and estate and trust planning all in one place at one time, you got to come to one of our conferences on how to protect your family and your money. Free. Free. But you got to make a reservation. I'm going to ask you to call either 508-998-8800 or call 508-998-8858. You can also look up usawealthgroup.com. That's going to be on Tuesday, March 13th, 5.30 at night at the Southworth Library. You'll really learn a lot in the library. <laughs> Tuesday, March 15th at the Century House in Akushnet, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 6.30 at night, Thursday. Saturday, March 17th, will be at our office. We have limited seating there, and that will be at 352 Fonts Corner Road. You'll see the American flag and the Marine Corps flag flying out front. 10 a.m. And then finally, Tuesday, March 20th, 6.30 at night at White's of Westport. One of my favorite places to go. I mean, there's some great venues around. And let's see. The uh, Southworth Library doesn't have a bar. The Century House has a bar. The White's has a bar. So we'll have to think about that one. But uh, we invite you to come. You are invited. You are cordially invited. We want to show you how you can make more money, and how you can protect your family. So Ben Franklin once said, Those who love deeply never grow old. They may die of old age, but they die young. Oh, that's nice. That was a good quote from Ben Franklin. No more fresh quotations today, Tenny. I've exhausted all my fresh quotations. I think that's good because we're getting closer to church time after all. <laughs> all right. Um, 
And a lot of people tell me in church, oh, I heard you this morning. So I have the same thing because we yeah. go to church at 10 o'clock. And yeah, here too. A couple of people say, I heard you this morning. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> so get your legal documents in order. Find out, you know, what I like to show people is there's so many ways that you can save money, make more money, and you can even create a much bigger legacy for your family if you would just sit down with us and we'll show you how. We're doing that with a half a dozen people right now who have more money than what they need to survive in retirement. We're showing them how they can take some of that extra money and multiply it drastically and create an even bigger legacy for their kids, their grandkids, their family, help educate grandchildren. So we do a lot of that. I find that very, very gratifying when we can do that. What do you do with school teachers who, let's say, didn't put into the uh, Social Security? Or do they now? Well, often they have, and they actually they have a set-off under Social Security. They can still collect something, in most cases, but it's going to be very, very small. Mm-hmm. There's a bill that gets pushed into the Massachusetts legislature every single year to try to eliminate this uh, offset provision. Uh, the unions, the teacher unions, have articles about where it stands every year. Right now, our governor in Massachusetts is not in favor of this law. It would cost the state more money, obviously. But inherently, it's not fair. I mean, if you have paid your money into Social Security, of course. why is that any different than you put money into a retirement plan? Why shouldn't oh. you be able to collect both? That's absolutely true. So Massachusetts is one of, I think, 16 states. I might be confusing that with common law property. But it's one of only a small number of states that have this offset provision. Most states don't have it. You can be a teacher, have a teacher's pension, pay into Social Security, and you're going to collect both. Hmm. Wow. So, I mean, I think it's something that every single teacher in Massachusetts should be behind every person who pays into Social Security who can't collect it should be behind. And they probably ought to get, you know, a 10,000-person march up on the Statehouse. Yeah, I'm surprised. Seriously, they they should. Yeah, of course. It's only fair. It's like I said, my father was able to do that. I mean, he supported his country. He got a military pension. He paid into Social Security. He collected Social Security. He worked for another company. He had another small pension. He had three different pensions. Mm. But he paid money into all of those things. He, he earned them. That's his money. And it's no different than the teachers who are listening today. Yep. So hopefully they'll get behind this at some point in time, and they should. And boy, when you get to be 65, then it gets to be a lot more interesting. There's stories in the news just the last few days about teachers who are being underpaid. And all across the country, in great numbers, teachers are quitting their jobs every year because they can't afford it. Or they're carrying a second job, so yeah, they need to uh, they need to do a lot of things that are important and helpful. Tenny, uh, you must find it gratifying when you do something to help somebody to protect their house and Medicaid. Yes, um, more and more people are interested in protecting their house and are using a tool that we'll describe at these seminars called an irrevocable trust. Um, you still need the five years. But it's wonderful when people um, have that term expire and they know that their home is safe and that it will pass down to their children. So the bottom line of all this discussion today, ladies and gentlemen, is that a lot of things are going to change when you turn 65 or getting close to 65. 
If you're concerned about protecting your house, if you're concerned about leaving as much money as possible to your family, if you're worried about whether you're going to have enough money to live on in retirement, you need to do something. You need to take some action. You need to come to the seminars we described. You need to come to the seminar as a first step. Give us a call at 508-998-8858 or call Tenny at 508-998-8800. Make a reservation. Do something for your future. Do something for your family. And most of all, keep on listening. We love to have you every Sunday morning. Thank you so much for being with us. And Tenny, thank you for joining us always. You're a You're, wealth of knowledge. That's right. You, you you get ready to stop getting into those other quotes. Thank you. Thank you. So I, much. I wish I could, but I'm Tenny. not successful very often. <laughs> well, but the last question is, what are you going to do when you become 65? So. Yes. Well, for Tenny, it's going to be, I have tasted no wine before it's time. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll be with you again next week.